Say something. I'm fucking tired. Yep. Podcast episode 150 for Thursday the 30th of December 2015. Game Punches is the most regressive and ponderous video game podcast on the internet. And I'm Steve. And I am Fraser. You are Fraser. You are Steve. I am. So I'm drinking. Oh, I didn't even show you that on the video. No one else can see this. Are you still looking at the video of me? I can I... see you trying to. You were trying to see if you could get a sip in as you were. Oh, look try... at <laughs> you. See, do you see what it is? I do. It's a Nuka-Cola glass. It is. It's not mine. It's my son's. But okay. the drink inside of it is mine. <laughs> it's not your son's. It is not my son's because it is a double vodka and uh, San Pellegrino blood orange. Very nice. It is. Oh, it's very bright. So you had a good Christmas then? Um, yeah. Had its ups and downs, but we got there in the end. Um, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, it was good. Um, we didn't get each other anything, though, me and the missus. I thought you just showed me something she got you. Well, that was after the fact. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> when we realised that it wasn't any fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's a thing. Yeah. Um, how about you? Yours, uh, yours good? Yeah, it was very good, actually. I, I mean, I was back at work. I've been back at work this week, so it was just a quick four days off. But, you know, and it was a great four days. We, it, just the four of us were here. We, I parked my car, and I didn't get back in it. And we just yeah. hung out and played games. And, uh, yeah, it was just nice, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah, Christmas time, it's, there's something magical once you get that tree going. You get the tree going, get the Christmas music going, and, get, and we also get the scented candles going. That's it. Because they, yeah. they, we got like pumpkin smells, pumpkin spice, and vanilla, and all these other, uh, you know, caramel smells in the house. It all ooh, it smells so good. Get the coffee going. Mm. Yeah, something about well. that. Yeah, I can, I can just put on a cardigan and just, just melt into my couch all week. So yeah. good. Yeah, I would have um, liked it to have gone on a little bit longer. But there you go. Four days of being locked in a house with my children was enough. And then I was, you know. It, yeah, yeah. It, it does seem to have its kind of. Limits, doesn't it? Really? Yes. It's, yes. Um, so, yeah, it was yeah. good. Very good. Bought myself um, a present today. What would you get? I got a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> All right, now, before I give you a ton of shit, <laughs> I did the same thing last week. Actually, nice. the week before last week when I was furiously getting the house ready for Christmas. And Roomba decided to have a senior fucking moment. And just reboot every three seconds. 
Right. And I was like, okay, fuck you, Roomba. I mean, the thing is, you know, Roomba's done as good. It's, it was the second generation of Roomba, the 500 series. And it's been going for about 10 fucking years, right? So it's, it's, all the white on it's gone yellow. Like, it's an old one. Right. So especially for a piece of electronics. Especially for, like, the second wave of that kind of stuff. Because they're much more sophisticated now. And so, okay, fine. I'm going to have to do it the hard way. So I pull out the regular vacuum cleaner. Blah, that dies as well. So I had no vacuuming at all in the house. So, yeah, we went out and got a different one. And this thing, it got the best reviews. Um, and it was like $38 at Walmart. Oh, I was like, nice. dude, you've got to be kidding me. And they were like, no. And all the reviews were, it's really cheap and low quality, but it's got the best suction out of any vacuum cleaner I've ever used. Right. And it just gets the job done. Nice. And by Christ... If those reviews weren't accurate, that thing you you build it out of the cheapest, crappiest plastic, and that thing you could like turn it upside down and suck yourself to the ceiling. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous that thing. Right. Amazing, amazing, yeah. life changer. And the thing is, it's light as a feather because it's all shitty cheap plastic. You can lift that thing up with one hand and start doing the walls if you want. Yeah, that's bonkers. I I did not buy the same kind of vacuum you bought. I oh, did, I don't know if you, how much you read Reddit, right? But there's the one of the most famous um, AMAs, right? The Ask Me Anything's on Reddit. Right. One of the most famous one was the vacuum repair guy. I don't know if you've ever seen it, right? But I he just garnered thousands and thousands and thousands of responses. People just like, what vacuum do you recommend, right? And, <laughs> what do you what do you think of this vacuum? What, and he came back and he's done. He's got a book, and he's got apparently he's got some deal going with another vacuum company that he's getting a special edition brought out. Oh. And the guy's a, a legend in the community, and I read it with fascination. I just anyway, yeah, he always recommended one of these Miele vacuums. He's like, you know, if you're going to go with anything, one of the best ones to go is a Miele. So I just like, I went out and dropped the coin on it. Yeah, it's nice, it, man. Is it, it luxurious? Is made in Germany, right? Oh. This thing is the Audi of. I bet. Of uh, vacuum cleaners, yeah. I've had my eye on it for ages. My wife's just, like, never seen me so giddy and excited about a piece of... But, you know, when you know you're buying something that is quality. Right. There's just something about... I like it when I get to buy something that's just quality. Hence the Jaguar. Well, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. yeah. I like good stuff. Who doesn't know? My life's been... My life's been over... See, I used to always like... I like a deal, too. Well, yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. But, um... Yeah, there's one of those, I suppose when you're younger and you're more strapped for cash and stuff like that, you're always, you know, you can't, uh, whatever, sometimes get the best things. And there's always the, the uh, somebody came up with a phrase saying, you know, the the uh, the sweet taste of a great deal is soon overtaken by the bitterness of low quality, right? <laughs> what a wonderful saying. That's the truth, though. That is so, the gospel. But I expect to get like 10 to 20 years out of this thing, right? You know? Ooh, I don't know, it's German, it might do. That might outlive you at this point. I hope so. Anyway, I was hoovering tonight like a mad thing. It was great. Isn't it weird? It's like (laughs) no one ever talks about vacuums and no one really gives a shit until the minute when you buy one. And then everyone everyone knows exactly what they need when they need the vacuum cleaner. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of those things that's just so mundane and bullshit. And yet when you get a good one. Because we have one of those central vacuum systems, right, as well, you know, that run through all the walls. No. So we have pipe work through all the walls, which right. all ends up into a one, one point in the garage where you hook up a huge vacuum to the wall in the garage. Right. And then all you do is walk around with the hoses and you plug it in at various points in the room. Shut 
up. Yeah, so as soon as you plug it into the port in the hallway upstairs, it what? fires it up in the garage, what? right? It's just it's called central what? vacuum system. Bongo's got one. He, he was posting on Twitter. He's got one. And I've got one, but I took my system out because it was like just mangled from the people who had it before. That's so I was the most insane thing I've ever heard. Yes, it's like pipe work running around the ha- all through the walls. Oh my god! Yeah, it's mental. It is mental. Yeah. So, but but yeah. I, hey, I got a question though. Is it is it just pipe work? Is there no electronics in it or anything? Well, it's just pipe work. Well, there's um, wires to every outlet. So as soon as you plug in the pipe, it creates the connection which turns the system on in the garage, right? Ah, okay. So, so you can't just like flood it. You can't just like pipe a bunch of water in the garage and have it like spray the house on the inside. Well, no, it's sucking out out of the house into the uh, garage, right? I see what you're saying. So the main oh. vacuum thing sits on the wall in the garage, right? So and so, so do you just like dump this big enormous unit at the end of the month or whatever? Yeah, like it. Yeah, whatever. Oh, it's great. That it's pretty neat. Yeah, but even to to replace all that and stuff like that, it was it was starting to go into funny money. So I decided against it. Anyway, mm-hmm. vacuums wonderful. Aren't they? I'm glad we talked about that at the top of the show. Um, I'll tell you what, if I wasn't talking to you right now, I'd be vacuuming. I bet you would be. (laughs) Or just looking at it. Right. (laughs) Right, there you go. There's a show title, If I Wasn't Looking at You Now. Is that the phrase? (laughs) It wasn't looking at you. I'm sure it was. Looking at you. If I wasn't looking at you. Oh, no, no, that wasn't it, because you said you were going, oh, I've already been drinking like half of this, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, how strong is that? It's it's a double, so, but it's a big glass. Double yeah. bubble. And it's a bubble, bubble, it's double, and I'm sure it's really low quality vodka. I'm sure it's not the best. So we should try and quickly fit in some Star Wars chit-chat, because you didn't get a chance to sort of splurge oh, like we did God. last week. No, I didn't. I didn't. And really, there isn't much more to say, I think, beyond what everybody else has said. I mean, you know, I'm extremely happy with with that thing. There isn't anything um, I didn't like about that movie, except uh, these Death Stars. they got to give it up. Stop it with the Death Stars. (laughs) Knock it off. Um, Yeah, I know. And all that's been said, you know what? I've come out, I've been listening to loads of people talk about it and stuff like that. And if I've got anything that just bugs me more than anything else, it's Snoke. Like it just to me, they did everything so right, and then they've got this crappy CGI guy looking down on a chair. Wasn't it the oddest choice out of everything else there, from his name through to his weird appearance, which was very different? I mean, it, CG's not all the way there yet. If someone's got a CG face, you can tell it's a fucking. They should have CG just put face. someone in a robe and given him. You, know, they, you copied the other movies anyway. Why not just put another emperor in there? Oh. I mean, you've got fucking... you got Andy Serkis. He's got a good old... He's got a circus face. Get a circus face on there. There you go. You know what I mean? I mean, just because he does CGI in all these other movies doesn't mean you have to do it there as well. I'm sure he would like to get his real face on camera at some point. You know? I'm sure that's not his only deal. Like, it's in his contract or something. You must CGI me onto a weird creature. <laughs> like, only you know I mean? CGI. <laughs> yes. I will only ever work in white rooms with ping pong balls and nothing else. Um... Yeah, it's very bizarre. I mean, talk about. I wonder if he specifies a particular brand of ping pong ball. I don't think probably the brand of ping pong ball, but probably the brand of spandex suit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to get accustomed to like what you like, having having to wear those almost every day for years yeah, right. and years, especially when you're imitating King Kong. 
And why do they have to get him in anyway to like do a guy sitting in a chair? Well, that's I what mean, I'm if s- he was jumping around on rocks and shit. <laughs> but he leaned forward once. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's my thing, though. I mean, Andy Serkis really wasted in that one. And Snoke is a stupid name. Yes, it's a stupid name. And Star Wars is full of stupid names. Uh, my favorite being Kit Fisto. However, Snoke doesn't even feel like it's from that universe. Yeah, right. Snoke sounds like it's straight out of Harry Potter. Yes. And I don't like Snoke. I don't like the way he looks. His voice is okay. I like the fact that his hologram is massive because that just shows, you know, it's just interesting. And they can use it as a device, like, oh, he's using that to kind of power and dominate over it, right? It's just more, you know, psychological warfare kind of stuff, you know, dominance over it. So I like that idea. Um, but why did they need to make him? I mean, there's got to be a good reason, I guess. Episode eight, I'm sure, will flesh out a lot of all these no. weird questions. They, I tell you what, I just read they only just shoehorned him in in October. Who Snoke? Yeah, nah, they hadn't no. even finalized. No, they not that like maybe they you know finalized what he looked like and stuff like that in October. Oh, what he looked like in October. I can believe yeah. that, because it really doesn't look like it's a fleshed-out face. It's not some, It's not memorable. No. It's nowhere near memorable. Um, so, yeah, Snoke. I'll go along with you. So there's two things I don't like, <laughs> right? Snoke and the Death Star 3, you know? Right. It's, we don't. There's a million ways you can be bad in Star Wars without having to be blowing up planets all the time. You know, Empire Strikes Back didn't have one. They didn't need one. No. You know, in fact, they they didn't have a house. They were just flying around. Convoy. Convoy. Yeah, they weren't even building it then, were they? No. Well, they were in secret. Actually, they started building them both at the same time, apparently. Oh, but, really? Okay. Well, you, I mean, you can't knock out another Death Star in about three years. So. Even with just in time manufacturing. Exactly. <laughs> 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 um. So. Yeah. Oh, is the Sigma Six coming along? <laughs> it's Six Sigma. Oh my God! You work in a corporation. You've heard of it. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually an advanced blue belt, don't you? Oh right. <laughs> you want a causality matrix thrown about? I'll no, do it. You. I'll do it. Bonefish diagram. I'll knock it out for you. Bonefish diagram. I'll bonefish it for you. I'll bonefish it. All right. So. Yeah, those are the only things I, I I'm not with. I thought that the Han Solo, um, see the part where he's smuggling those weird monsters, it's never really clarified properly. Oh, that's the other thing I don't like. Okay, so there's three things I don't like. I knew there's there would be more. Star Death Star Three, Snoke Snoke Face, and um, Kanji Club. Really? Do you remember Kanji Club? Who apparently Han Solo owed money to and they showed up and it was basically all the folks from The Raid, the movie. I heard was... that they were the guys from The Raid. Yeah. Well, they showed up and it was like, you remember the Scottish guy, Han Solo, and he was like 13 years old or something? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that, and they were on one side of the corridor and then Kanji Club shows up on the other side. Kanji Club sounds like a fucking 80s jungle disco band, like Kajigugu. Yeah, right. Kanji Club. It's like Culture Club and Kajigugu. <laughs> Kajigugu, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm not happy with that name at all. No. You could have called him anything. That's a fucking stupid name. It's like Snoke. So, yeah, Kanji Club makes no sense. Even if you spell club with a K, like they did, it still makes no damn sense. Um, yeah, but I thought they kind of wasted a lot of potentially good explaining what else the hell was going on time. They wasted a lot of that on, you know, Han Solo getting chased by big monster balls in this freighter that no one cares about. But he happened to be flying around for a while. I mean, yeah, okay, we get to see Han Solo smuggling on paper. That sounds good. But in actuality, like th- there was a lot of wasted minutes there that they could have spent. And he dumped his load at the first sign of trouble. Did he? Just like they said in the first oh, movie. Oh, did he really? Well, I guess he left that big-ass spaceship, didn't he? Actually, yeah, he left the whole damn thing. Well, he got his Falcon back, so he probably didn't give a shit at that point. Yeah, I mean, that's um, it. Who cares? Well, you know, like, you know, some young punks show up. I would, just I would just fucking drop my house and everything I owned if I just came across the old Triumph claim I had when I was 16. Well, especially if I had a map to Luke Skywalker inside. <laughs> Let's be honest. And how many, how many folks Triumphs didn't have a map to Luke Skywalker back then? Or at least a Luke Skywalker action figure in the glove. Or Luke Skywalker's daughter. Oh, could pop oh, reveal spoilers. Boom. Is it? I, I all know. of it's fucking spoilers. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I got, I got. There were the the Luke Skywalker daughter vibes I got off her were 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 strong, very strong, and it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense, um, and I'm fine with that. Uh, I thought that the way they brought Luke in at the very end was, as a fan, frustrating. Yet, in the long on the long run, that was the best way they could have ended that damn movie. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, it was like, you know, oh, we got to find Luke Skywalker. What happens at the end? They find him. Oh, look at his eyes. He's sad. The end. <laughs> <laughs> right? So so that was, oh, God damn that man's hair. Fantastic. Did you see that? I didn't really take it in, I don't think. Oh, you've got it. Oh, Because we went again and watched it again in 3D. Hence, I'm wearing the stupid BB-8 3D glasses right now. Right. Um, and... Uh, yeah, at the very end, like, you know, obviously he turns around, he's got that weird old ratty cloak, and he's all like old Ben Skywalker style. And he uses, he's got this robot hand, and he peels the, you know, pulls the hood away like Obi-Wan. And, and, he's, and he looks at her like, oh, you know, he's got a look on his face that would say, like, oh, someone's here. <laughs> and then she pulls out the lightsaber, hand, like, shows him. And then his eyes are like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and, that's like, and then he just maintains that. But his hair, his just flowing locks, just so badass looking. So much better than I could have imagined. Um, so super happy with that. I thought the new cast was fantastic. Um, uh, my favorite lines out of it, I've got two favorite lines. Three, if you include the very end when no one says anything. But the, my two favorites are the very first scene with uh, Max von Sydow, who was in it for a criminally short amount of time. It was great to see him, though. Wasn't it, though? And he's the, still alive? Oh, well, yes, he is. And uh, apparently he's been replaced. He's replaced someone else in something I was reading about. There. Oh, what the fuck is he going to be in? Oh, he's going to be in the new season of Game of Thrones. He's replacing um, 
some unknown actor that they got to play the the three-eyed raven who's kind of the old guy built into the tree they've replaced him with max von sido um so that's gonna be fantastic but you know anything out of that man's mouth is just fan fucking tastic like you know it's max von sido it's max yeah von it's legend, fucking right? sido um but like yeah, like, you know, very first line, obviously, sticking it to Lucas, this will begin to make things right. Boom. Right off the bat. There's your first line. And then Poe says something along the lines of that the general is going to really be pleased when she gets this. And he says, General, to me, she's royalty. And my... Oh, <laughs> fuck, that's such a damn good line. And then, uh, uh, what was my other favorite? Ah, later on, Maz Kanata the cgi character which i'm still not with but as a character she was just fantastic oh, what, the yoda clone yes well she's not really yoda clone i mean she's like a bossy old lady but she walks up like she shouts han solo's name across the bar fantastic and it's like just with and then she walks up to him you already get a feel for the relationship that these two have because the acting's good right and it's written well so and she walks up first thing out of her mouth Where's my boyfriend? And he says, Chewie's fixing the Falcon. Right. And then she looks over at Ray and she's like, I like that Wookiee. That's a very matter of fact. <laughs> and that just tickled me so much. I don't know why. A very matter of fact. Yeah, I think um, I need a second watching to take some of oh, it in now because you're yeah. a little bit blinded the first time. Well, that's the thing. The first time we watched it, um, just you know, the day after we did our last show, um, I watched it and it was a blur. Um, and the thing is, as much as I promised myself I wouldn't do this, I just sat there the whole time and in my head I'm going, I'm watching Star Wars, I'm watching Star Wars. And I really didn't take it in like a movie. I was recognizing scenes I'd seen from the trailers. I was like, oh, this is the part where this must happen. So this is a da 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 da. Right. You know, I'm just analyzing the wrong things. Yeah, right. Like, oh, look, uh, BB 8's rolling down one step at a time. That's ingenious. Instead of watching what Ray's fucking doing in front of him. Like, it, I just kept getting misdirected because I was too in it. Yeah, that's fair S- enough. Second time around, I actually sat back and I watched that damn movie and I had a big shit eating grin on my face from the beginning to the end. I will say this, first time we watched it, when it swings over to the Falcon, that first swing, you don't realize, but they actually show you the Falcon before they pan to it. Right. But, like, when they're like, oh, it's just a piece of junk, and then they're like, oh, and then the, the spaceship that they're running to blows up, and she's like, oh, let's take the junker, and it switches over, like, and they just look to the Falcon. I, I audibly in the theater went, ha! Like, that was the noise I made in the theater. <laughs> it's like, ha! Um... Well, I'm yes. glad you enjoyed it. I had a great time. And, I mean, really, just like everybody else has said, the Star Wars that, that I like is back. At least in the spirit. It's the right kind of movie. It hits all the right kinds of beats. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities in certain things. They really didn't need another Death Star. But you know what? Three planets. Intro planet, where we get introduced to people. Middle number two planet or location where we get to see the stakes and realize what's going to happen. And then the finale on the third planet. That, these are things that Star Wars has always done. And nine times out of ten, there's a desert planet, a forest planet, and a snow planet. Yep. So, really, for you to have three acts in this Star Wars movie, 
The first one being in the desert where they introduce characters. The middle one being in the forest where they kind of establish what's at stake and what needs to be done. And then the last act on the snowy planet with the finale. Really, that's all the similarity you have. And that's it. And the thing is, it's essential to have the girl be a nobody. Like, I mean... How can no one see this? It's like so ridiculously poetic. The orphan abandoned on an, on a you know desert planet. Yeah, it's no all been done again. Parent. Well, it's been done again because she's Skywalker's kid, and that was Skywalker's fate. Like it's the same. It's the same journey. Well, right? I hope she doesn't turn out to be Skywalker's kid because then we'll all be like, oh, all right. No, I'm fine with her being Skywalker's kid. What's the alternative? That she's no, just I mean, some rando just, who's strong no, with like, the Force? No, oh, I know. But, I mean, there's got to be a relation, right? But uh, it oh, yeah. has to be proved wrong and be surprised. That's what I mean by that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the thing is, like, the, the Kylo Ren, you know, parentage situation. Like, I, the more I look at it, I get the feeling that, like, because we just have, like, the tip of the spear kind of thing to kind of take in, the rest of it, it's it's not going to hit us properly until the entire thing's done, right? Um, like, everyone's saying, oh, we didn't get any Luke Skywalker shit. We, well, he didn't say anything. But, I mean, damn it, he's probably going to have the entire second movie to himself. Yeah, he said enough without saying anything. There you go. So he's sad eyes. He's sad. All right, video Those games. Sad eyes. So I got a list. And do you know what the list is? No. Ten best Star Wars games of all time. <laughs> I think you've used up your Star Wars chat. I will never use up all of my Star Wars chat. All right, you ready? I'll go through them real quick. Okay. Number one. Sorry, number ten. Okay, ten. I'm going to make you hate me. Go on. (laughs) What do you mean make? It's so easy. (laughs) Number ten, Super Star Wars. Never played it. Yep, me either. Well, I played one of them. And... And that was on the Super NES. Nine, Star Wars Dark Forces. Never played it. <laughs> can you see to, where we're going with this? Oh, I can, but I was trying to think. I have played it, and I couldn't remember what fucking platform I played it on, and it was the PC. It was 1995. They used the Doom engine. Uh, but it could look up and down, and it was not bad because it was Star Wars. Star Wars TIE Fighter. That's number eight? Uh, yeah. I'm annoyed that Star Wars TIE Fighter, and I think X, there was X-Wing Fighter as well, right? Uh, there was X-Wing there was the versus TIE Fighter. Yeah, they PC games, right? Yeah. They passed me by. I heard they were good, but I just wasn't anywhere near a PC for gaming at the time. They passed me by too, and I, I just it's because it was like you know it was the PC crowd back when PCs were really not fun to own. Um, and you yeah, had to I, really I had be not dedicated back. Then. You had to really be into playing shit games on a computer to, to play those things. Um, yeah, I didn't play Tie Fighter either, uh, but you know what? Uh, I've heard it's fantastic, so I'll yeah. we'll go with that. Seven. Star Wars Battlefront. That's the new one. Number seven. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, all right, fine. Um, number six. <laughs> really? <sighs> Lego Star Wars. Yeah! Please saga. <laughs> all right, different strokes, right? Different well, strokes. Well, I think it's up there for one of the game, like, Star Wars game I've had the most enjoyment out of. Ah, uh, well. Well, that's you, though, and you like that weird Lego kick. I am hey. what I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the way God made me, so... You are. <laughs> Ain't you? So, 
Number five, this is another one that a lot of people go apeshit about. I never played in my life. Star Wars Republic Commando. No, never played it. No? All right, me, me either. Um, it was like squad-based, but it was based on the prequels, so you were like clone trooper, special ops, or whatever. In um, a squad of four. Four! Star Wars, the old oh, Republic. Well, that, are, that squad of four. The squad of four. I don't know, what? What? With you. <laughs> what are you? What? Yes. What? You're not making sense. About what? A squad of four. What? No, I'm just like a squad of four is supposed to what overrun what the amazing squad of four. That's it. There's nothing to it. Sorry. Great. All right, let's move on because I don't know. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Old Republic number four, Star Wars, Old Republic. Uh, the big I MMO, tried of to course. play Knights of the Old Republic. Right? No, no, Star Wars colon the Old Republic, the Ooh. MMO. Oh, no, never played it. Yeah, I played it long enough to smack rats in a swamp for long enough to know that I did not want to play that game. That was number three? <laughs> no, that's four. Okay, so let me guess to for number three, two, one. There's got to be KOTOR. Must right. be in there. Possibly. Star Wars the arcade game has to be in there. Okay. And I don't know what else would be in there. Probably bad, Oh, it's probably Star Wars Battlefront, the original the PS2 game. All right, well, well what we have is three... Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, which See, I owned. told you. I nailed it. Did you? No. <laughs> no, I was going to say. No, you didn't. All right. And next. Is it Rogue Squadron? Is it Rogue Squadron? Next. Click. Rogue Leader, Rogue Squadron 2 for the GameCube, maybe? That was a GameCube, I think. Yeah, Star Wars Rogue Leader, Rogue Squadron 2. Do you remember that one? Never played it. Oh, it's fucking brilliant, dude. So good. So good. Um, and number one... It's got to be KOTOR. And it's got to be KOTOR. Which is accurate, because it's KOTOR. Which is the only one I've played. Excellent. And did how, how did you fare with KOTOR? Did you like it? For a while, yeah. Did you finish it? No. Did you come close to finishing it? No. See, we did. Me and the missus. We played it together. In fact, it's the only video game we ever played together. Um, like, every night after work, we'd sit down. This is before the kids were born, so it was great. We'd just sit on the couch and play fucking games all night. Um, and yeah, we played that all the way through to the very, very end, the final boss fight. Couldn't beat him. And said, fuck it. Oh, that's brutal when that happens. Well, it was... I mean, sure, we could have beaten him if we just kept hammering on it, but it was like... Oh, yeah, but I mean, to get so far into not... I mean, I'm not saying that I haven't, you know... I had the same problem with a couple of Zelda games, which I only went back to this year and finished. Right. Just getting to the end. I did Metal Gear Solid 2. I mean, it must have been 10 years before I went back and finally <laughs> finished that game. I played through right. about three or four times, got to the end, and just went, fuck it. You're right. Hard. It's mm. bad to do that, but it happens. All right, let's see here. Okay, yeah, so that's that's the list. That's your stuff. I also had a, another list, but I'm not going to do it because I that couldn't find a, a good one. It was a list. Do you want a list? That's how you so get you, a list. So you get one. All right, so we've, we've killed the intro. We've done the intro. That's not bad timing. That's <laughs> like a good a amount of intro. It sure is. It's half an hour. Okay. Um... Let's talk about what you've been playing, and I want to talk about stuff you've been playing with you. Okay. Especially 
what whatever the fuck that duck game is. Yeah, okay, I'll get to that in a second. Um, oh. Okay, I can quickly gl- quickly run through the first couple here. Rocket League. Yeah. Um, is Still going. Uh, my PS4? I got a I got a um, second controller for Christmas. Right. And it's turned out to be wonderful because I've got a lot. I haven't got many games on the PlayStation, but I have Rocket League on there, Gauntlet, Lara Croft, and then Temple of Osiris. Right. Um. And I could just straight off fire up those three games and hand the controller to my son, and we're away to the races. So me and him have been playing Rocket League. That's great fun. Isn't it um, easy to like sign in and out and stuff on the PlayStation? I find it much easier. For uh, some I come. I'll come to that in a. I, well, right. actually, I can come to that now. No, I uh, had a real problem with that this afternoon because ooh. I've been trying to play Lara Croft in the Temple of Osiris. And it wouldn't let me play with my son, so I had to tell I set him up account. So I set him up an account, and but I cocked up and I put in his real birthday, and now it's saying oh, he God. is not allowed to play this because he's too young. We ran into that problem with EA and um, fucking yeah. And I don't know how to, and I can't find any way to change his birthday. Yeah, it's a problem because now it's like protected information and you know like minor data protection act stuff and like if you you need to like write a letter and shit, it's like oh, it's not even worth it. It's just not set even him up worth with it. Another account. Right? I think I would. Yeah, because just changing the date, not going to cut it. Yeah, brutal. Um, so anyway, but we've been playing Rocket League. Uh, Temple of Osiris is. Uh, we also playing Gauntlet. That's he's he loves Gauntlet. I to me, it's just like you know I. I I know well, the type of game it is. It's all right, and, I've, and I'm enjoying playing with him. I wouldn't play it on my own, you know. Um, yeah, I think that's what I did. I ended up playing it on my own, and I was like, no, it's not fun. So, uh, but yeah, Rocket League's fantastic, and we finished the season. So we finally got the season done, and we were champions of the season. Oh wow! Yeah, so that was good. And then now I just want now I can focus on playing. That was playing against the computer, and that was yeah. easy. Now I want to focus on playing some more online against real people. Ooh, who's this character? Um, Spark Gaming Infinity. Who's this character? Do you know of Spark Gaming Infinity? Nope. Nope. Online? Okay. Listening? Yeah. Oh, so, magic. Yeah, but they're asking, and this is very topical, what are your thoughts on Undertale? Ah, uh, right. I don't have any thoughts on Undertale, but I'm hearing conflicting reports on Undertale. Did you play Undertale? I haven't yet, but... My son has been playing it off the chain since yesterday. My okay. daughter has been playing it off the chain since yesterday. And my wife has been playing it on the, off the chain since today. Oh, They're all going crazy over Undertale. Really? Yes. I don't know what the secret sauce is that Undertale's got. And then Fish, of course, was talking about it and how crazy good it was. Yeah. yeah. I so don't that, know. See, because I also heard Duke was pl- giving it on the... Didn't we talk about this? Duke was giving it on the Veteran Gamers, and he Yeah, he did it. not like it, right? Yeah. Uh, exactly. Gary Lever, who was on last week with us, yeah. he loved it. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Thanks to Gary as well. Great job. Thanks, Gary, for filling in some enormous, let's face it, shoes. Yes, he did Enormous well. shoes. Pleasure yeah, to have fantastic. him on. Yep. Um, yeah, and uh, I was watching uh, Total Biscuits' top 10 games of the year. He had right. Undertale in as his number one. I've got to check it out. Is, is it still on sale? I think Steam still has it for so. like seven bucks or so. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's mm. something else I did. What? I went, sat down and I sold every one of my Steam trading cards. Or I put listed every one of my Shut Steam up. trading cards. It took, like, we're talking over 400 items. Oh, it, fuck. It's taken me like three days to do it on and off. Did you... Uh... But I cash, I, I've cashed in about 35 bucks so far. 
Um, so yeah, it was um, well worth it. So I've got some money in the bank there. Maybe I'll buy it. Yeah, really. Um, huh. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I've also can't stop playing Metal Gear Solid Five. I know you never want. I know you don't want to see it on the list anymore. I don't care. I just cannot. <laughs> I've just been fo- raiding people's FOBs. That's just loving them. Brilliant. Uh, and chipping say. away at the side quests. I can't. Right. I just can't stop playing it. I love it. If I'm going to go sit down and play on the Xbox, that's what I want to play. Hey, you know what? It's your Xbox. Do whatever the hell you want with it. You'd think it was my Xbox, unless but, you actually saw that it's my kids. It's, you'd probably <laughs> think it was my kids' Xbox. Actually, right. the way it looks these days. Um, but there you go. <laughs> anyway, also on Total Biscuits um, Game of the Year, somewhere around number five or number four, he had a game on there called Duck Game. What the hell is this? Okay, so. So duck game. I what's that? I don't basically you this is a four player uh shooter. A base you have a map just side on almost looking like a Super Smash Bros map, something like that. Right, similar, okay. With weapons scattered all over the place. Everybody has a duck that starts in a in a corner and then it's a race to just grab whatever weapon you can and kill the other ducks. All and right. Then, and each round probably can last anywhere between two seconds and ten seconds they really don't hang around oh so they're super brief super brief grab a gun shoot the ducks and whatever there's and and the amount of weapons is insane and the and i don't think i've played any maps that are the same like they're all completely different um and it's just quick fire rounds quick fire rounds quick fire rounds and you'll probably play i think it's first maybe something like 15 i haven't really paid much attention but you probably hammer out like 15 20 rounds and then that's right and then it announces who the winner is but the sheer variety and quick pace of it and just the laugh-out-loud moments. You know, I sat here playing with my son, and the laugh-out-loud moments we're having is he, as I'm trying to run around and shoot him with a shotgun, he picks up some, a laser pistol and shoots me with a laser pistol. There's grenades flying out of rocket launchers, ducks burning. <laughs> it's just... Ducks are burning. Ducks are burning, grenades are flying. So would you say it's like this generation's Williams? Uh not really because it's just not it's just so fast paced right it's probably more like it's like iDarb something you know it's that right. fast paced something like I iDarb I thought of iDarb as soon as you said that yeah iDarb with weapons <clears throat> um, that's fair yeah it's absolute pleasure to play that game you just pick up just fire off some rounds cool um, there's map editors in there so if you want to design your own levels the community's strong uh, you know there's all sorts of mods it's, open up to mods um, so you can add in stuff from the Steam community uh, it's quality through and through Absolutely. very good yeah yeah so people should definitely check that out um, alright cool now have you ever watched a movie and I can't, I'm sure there is a movie like it where somebody's you know somebody used to be a drug addict I think like um, or uh, did you ever watch The Wire Right, you know bubbles. Oh, yeah, and yeah, bubbles. Right, yeah. he gives up everything, and then sooner or later, you see him back there, and he's back on the crack pipe, and he's crying as he's trying to to light, he just, he's, as he's lighting up again. You know, yep. yeah, he'll never get straight. Right, I played Rust again a few days ago. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh and, shit! You've just reminded me of something that got needs to be on my fucking playlist like now. You've missed something. Oh shit! Yeah, it's, I'm putting it on there now. So, oh shit! Friend of the show, Gary DeFelici. He's playing Rust again. His sons are playing Rust. Right. There's a few people that we know are still playing. He said he'd have a reunion on uh, over Christmas, so I fired it up and went and joined him in. I just to say, uh, just 
I don't know what I was doing. Why am I back in there? I don't. I think you're crazy. And yeah. I, and yes, you are like bubbles. You've just gone right back, right back on the crack you know, pipe. Yeah, they let you sleep in their uh, den or whatever, and you're in this basement. Yeah, you blew it's, it all. It's dreadful. It's. Dre- I mean, it's great to go back in there. It's completely changed from when I, you know, has when it? I played. In what well, way? Yeah, it has. They've just loads of it's changed. It doesn't look the same at all. So that's really interesting, and you know they added in loads of stuff and uh, lots of neat little new mechanics, like locks on the, the new locks on the door, doors that shut behind you automatically, and stuff like oh, that, that's which nice. just make life yeah. a little bit easier. And they have a whole new way of um, uh, crafting and new types types of uh, walls and upgrades to walls and things like that. And they have a nice. really really cool mechanic actually, which is you set up this. It's almost like a cabinet. And once you set the cab, you put the cabinet, you build it wherever right. you put it down. Once you activate that cabinet, yeah. no one else can build within a certain radius of your of that cabinet. It's yours. So you are effectively placing down a marker that says only I can build within this area. Now, if someone can get to that cabinet and destroy it, then they can build. But once you have that cabinet like locked up and secure in your building, right. No one can then start to build structures to get into your building because there's no building allowed within the radius, right? Interesting. So, in, so the old days where people would build a structure to climb up to the top to jump into your building and raid right. you, they can't do that anymore. So now, me, once you well, have that there, the only way is the good old-fashioned pickaxe beat the door down, right? Brilliant. Which so answer me this. Could you, in the past, like build a structure around somebody else's that would not let them leave? Yes. Fabulous. Oh, yeah. People used to do that all the time, man. It was great. You, you, you'd see someone, they'd hide in their house. People would just be getting out there, putting spikes down in front of their front doors and stuff like that. <laughs> right. Or whatever. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Totally. Just hilarious. So, <laughs> Like a whole shopping complex opened up yeah, so all the all way that, around yeah. the perimeter of the front Oh, door. yeah. So that, all that's open to me now to, if I want to jump in and play some more. I, and I'd like to. I'm scared. But, right. I, but I'd like to get back in there and play a little bit more. Are you um, sure? So, yeah, rust <laughs> is rust. Uh, and then Rise of the Tomb Raider. Still, uh, still Rambo ended up. Well, I hadn't. Pl- had I played that when I? Yeah, you had. Uh, no, um, John no, had you hadn't. It. John had been playing it, so he said yeah, it was it... great. I've been playing it, and I was like, "Oh, it's Rambo." And then John had been playing it. When I talked to you and said, "Oh, it's just like Rambo outside," you had not played it yet. No, I hadn't. No. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure on this one. I'm hearing some people. I was listening to the Player One podcast last night, and this guy is just like, Rise of the Tomb Raiders jumped straight to my game of the year for the year. Everybody's saying it's fantastic, and I'm like, dude, it's a lot like the last one. Like, And the last one was fantastic, but I'm just kidding. I'm not getting pulled in the way the last one got me. I'm not like... I'm just not feeling it the same, even though the mechanics are there and a little bit better and the graphics are just great and, you know, and all that stuff. It's like, I'm still running around outside in the snow and it's... Yeah. I really wanted some tombs. Yeah, I'm not sure. I Like, I when I started playing, there's the first sort of snowy level that you're in. <laughs> At first, I was just like, oh, my God, what am I... There's all this stuff to find. You know, why am I gathering berries and gathering mushrooms and things like that? And then I got into that and, like... It just started to click in my head that I can clear this area down and find everything, right? And start to power myself up, and I did enjoy that. And it's good; it's really good. 
Like I'm not head over heals with it at all. But that that doesn't mean I'm saying that it's not great. It is great. Right, you remember just... when the original Tomb Raider and Tomb Raider Two, actually, for that matter, like how they started, like um, it would open while Lara was stood right in front of a tomb. Yeah, and she'd go in it, and the game was in there. Yeah, right. Somebody needs to do that. Somebody needs to create some fantastical, magical, huge cavern thing, which is just bonkers hard. That's what this is supposed to be. That's what I was hoping this would be. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, it's not. You know, it's, it's basically it's got to be uncharted. like the best parts of Indiana Indiana Jones. The best parts of Indiana Jones, all in one, is what it's supposed to be. And what we're getting is again, first blood. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I will, I, but I will finish it. it be, it'll be great to finish. Yeah, so will I. I mean, it's it's still worthy picking up and going. You know, like, yeah. Especially when I finish the other stuff I'm plowing through right now. And uh, I had missed <coughs> one more game off my list. I have also been playing The Room Three. Oh shit! I need to pick that up. Yeah, that is great. They're all. I loved all of the Room games. Yeah, yeah. I love all the Room games. Yeah. yeah. Don't say anything. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. No spoilers. Yeah, there's nothing I'm not going to... Um, yeah, there's nothing... Uh, I'm not going to spoil it. It's just good. If you liked them before, it's way better than 2. Way better than Real, 2. See, I like 2 a lot. Like, I preferred 2 over 1 because it had more flavor to it, I thought. Uh, and more vibe. Uh, I mean, I like 1 a lot, but 2 did cool stuff with that idea that I, I was really into. Um, but it was a little bit easier, I think. I kind of got through it pretty quick. Well, there uh, is the other thing, is that if you have played these, then you start to get into... That mindset, right? Yeah, that mindset. Yeah. And it's like, you know, a lot of video games. The more you play video games, you're just like, well, there's something red that means it can blow up, right? There's, you know... I know to when I start this level, I know that they want me to go left, so I better go right and find whatever the secret is that they put right. around the corner there. Yep, that's so, how it you works. know, it's just as game as you get used to, to figuring stuff out, so... Um, yeah, but it's good. Good. Cool. All right. So, okay, my stuff. All right. So, I've got a few things here, and I'm not going to go over all of them because a lot of these are old. What did you just do? Uh, I don't know. My keyboard's gone completely <laughs> up the spout. I don't know. Every time I press a button, it doesn't do what I want it to do at all. So, that's that's like a that's not a very good keyboard. Um. Okay, so I've been going through the old um, backwards compatibility stuff on Xbox Live that I re-downloaded on the Xbox One. Yeah, go go and check out the list and download whatever's there because it's, it's totally fun going back and the compatibility is fantastic. The emulation is just amazing. Um, so I've been playing Battle Block Theater. Again, so good. Battle Block Theater is still fantastic. That's, that's an that's, odd game I would never have thought to see on your list. What, Battle Block? Yeah. It, it's it's quirky uh, and it's... it's um, my daughter's a quirky character. And Battle Block Theater is the one thing that we gel on a lot. Um, so we generally do play couch co-op on that a lot. Um, and so when I saw that it was in the list, I brought it back down and we just had a good time with that again. Still good. Still good. And that narrator is just amazing. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, played that. Um, I've been playing a lot of Doom and I've been playing a lot of Doom too. Okay. Um, That's what you do. That is what I do. And... I can't say it enough, man. These games are just so damn good. Like, if you fire up any level 
at all on Doom 2 specifically. It's, that's, Doom 2 is more of like a speedrun, challenge puzzly type thing, less of a narrative like Doom 1, even though you can't, it's not technically, but, you know, there's less of a flow. It's more of like, here's an isolated level, here's another isolated level, here's another isolated level kind of thing. Um, if you play any level on Doom 2 at in ultra-violence mode, that is a puzzle game like no other. I mean, you are you are counting every single bullet, um, and as long as you you're good at, you know, okay, here I'm safe for like three seconds, and I'm doing okay. Save it. Save another one. Save it. You know, like get your fingers in the in three or four different pages in the book when you're doing choose your own adventure. Four and five different saves. Go in. Yeah, I did a little bit better that time. Let's keep that as the main save. Okay, let's work off of that one and keep going. Um, and I haven't played games like it in that way since Half-Life 1. Right. Um, where, you know, like, oh, my technique wasn't great. Let's rewind. Let's do it again. Going, okay, bounce a grenade over there. Shoot those guys with the big shotgun to take them all out with one shot. Then come over here. Bring it back down to one shotgun for the range. And then, you know, like, it's, it's just such a, an amazingly well-crafted puzzle game. It disguised as this, like, mindless shooter. Um yeah, I mean that's that game is still fucking amazing, still amazing to this day. Um, yeah, so anyway, I've been playing a lot of that. Um, I picked up, you know me, you know me, and I like Alien. Uh, sorry, Earth Defense Force. I'm a big yes. Earth Defense Force. Yeah, I've I listened. Uh, I did listen to you when you talked about that before, and I'm interested yeah. in, in picking it up at some point. See, the thing, it doesn't do much. It's it's not classy by any stretch. It you know if you're looking for like a, a quality game product, none of the Earth Defense Force games are great. Um, what they have done, um, what they generally do very well, is they do um, mindless action with very little in the way of mechanics, and then they just throw an awful lot of bugs at you. And it's like as soon as you get dropped into the level, you just rest your finger on that shoot button and just get, and it doesn't let off until it's time to go right um, it's just mindless action but it's a lot of bugs and uh, Insect Armageddon was fantastic on the 360 I couldn't wait for this one because like oh next generation imagine how many bugs they can put on screen this is insane the amount of bugs they can put on screen um, and I am sorry to say that even for a budget it's not really budget it's like $10 cheap it's like 50 bucks even though that game is a B-level game, it's not a triple-A by any stretch, it's a B-grade game, they've somehow... It's it's not great. It's not a good game. Yeah. I'm really, really disappointed with 4.1. Very disappointed. The amount of graphical slowdown and hitches and just weird glitches and the lack of any kind of decent textures or any it looks like a fucking playstation 2 game and it's it's at a high resolution but all the models are low poly like ps2 the textures are very flat for the most part buildings all blow up the same there really isn't much in the way of a physics engine even though it says that they're running havoc um there really aren't any more monsters on screen than there were in the previous games. In fact, I think in the previous games there might have been more. 
it's like they just knocked out a really lazy fucking Earth Defense Force for this generation. And I can't understand why, because they don't need to try hard to make a really, really good EDF. They really don't. I have no idea why they went so cheap and so lazy with this. I think, oh yeah, people are used to playing our shit, you know, <laughs> as long as we pump another one out, they'll buy it. And I did. Because it's like, it's so simple. How can you fuck it up? But the thing is, it, it performs terribly. It performs terribly. The music is shocking. The interface was made by a fucking four-year-old. Oh, here we go. What? Go on. No, I'm just saying you're ready to let go now here and everything. You know, not just there's a couple of bugs, right? But, you know, the whole oh, they're no. doing running the whole thing is shit. That sounds pretty bad. Dude, the jumping spiders? I don't know what's going on with the jumping spiders. I mean, these are things like as big as houses. And they're jumping spiders, right? And the actual animation of them, the jump, the arc of the jump is right. But the thing is, these things will fly up into the air upside down. They will fly up sideways. Um, ants will get stuck on roofs where they never used to and it generally it's just it's got nothing going for it it's got no soul Uh, the music is shitty repetitive and there's only about two tracks and they just flip them for each level every single level is the same that was always a complaint with the previous ones but at least there was some kind of story this one doesn't even have a story it's just okay you're in this this part of town and we'll start you off on the middle of a street, staring down the street, and we're going to start spawning fucking a lot of ants. Right. And you're just going to rest on the trigger and walk down the street. And it's that's all you do. It's, there's just no... It's got nothing going for it. If anyone listening was ever a fan of EDF, God bless you, because I was, and I still am, of the good ones, don't pick this up. They don't deserve money for this shit. They really don't. I'm super pissed with them. Because I mean, D three publisher is they've different um, different development house this time. I can't remember the name, but it's no one I've ever heard of. D three publisher is obviously the publisher, um, and they've published all of the EDF games. Um, and and I, I even talked to a guy from the guys that from the people that uh, developed the last one and played the fucking game at PAX and talked to the guy, and I was having a great time with it. Reviewed it for Game Rant, gave it a great review. Um, because it was fantastic. I fell in love with that game. Because it was just bonkers and great. It did one thing great. Lots of, lots of bugs. Shoot them. Great action. Um, and this one's just an absolute... It's the definition of wasted opportunity. It really is. Mm. So I'm kind of disappointed. Anyway. So, fuck EDF. Don't buy it this time. Don't buy it. Make them make a good one and then buy that. Okay. I got Black Ops 3. Guess what? It's Black Ops it's a it's a game that's black ops right right um yeah so you about call of duty advanced warfare guess what it's call of duty sure is and uh, see the thing is you can add jetpacks you can add wall running it's it's still the same damn game and you know it's it's like madden at this point everyone knows how it's going to be everyone enjoys it but it's not like it's not like it's it's not going to go out and like you know change minds (laughs) <laughs> or anything, you know, it's just, oh yeah, it's another Call of Duty, it's the same. Um, looks good. Whatever. Um, okay, so, the I got Elite Dangerous Horizons, bought it a few weeks ago, um, and I don't know if you know or remember, but the Horizons pack 
is the uh, Elite Dangerous was season one. That was the full. That was the first year, and that was the space flying, and that was me going to space and all that stuff, right? And you liked going to space, but Loved. you were also talking about enjoying some CQC. Uh, well, yeah, CQC was okay. Um, and then they brought out that all the other little kind of miniature expansions during that first year. CQC was one of them, and then there was that power play thing they did, which was all about like you know different factions in the universe and do our galaxy and doing different jobs for each, and that kind of thing. Power struggle that you could partake in if you wanted, which I didn't because it was stupid. It wasn't very fun. Um, and then year two was is called Elite Dangerous Horizons, and the very first new addition in Horizons is planetary landings. Um, so instead of just flying around in space and going, oh, there's a planet, and flying close, but not too close, um, and always dealing with space stations, not planets, um, in, in other words, just locked in space only, um, instead of that, now, and it's not atmospheric planets, you can only land on planets that don't have an atmosphere. Um, yeah, now... There's like a whole new module that is in your spaceship, and it's like it's got a little kind of Land Rover Jeep thing um, in there, and you have like a landing kit. I can't remember what it's called, like planetary landing kit or something. Um, and and it basically changes like a lot of HUD stuff, and like when you get close to a certain to those kinds of planets, it'll change the HUD and like give you like an altitude altimeter kind of reading and stuff. Right. And you know, there's a lot of techniques to it. You got to check the gravity; it might be too too much and suck you down, or it might be too light, and your buggy will be flying up into space. Um, but there's like you know, there's like research stations and outposts and things on these things all the time. You can just go down on any planet; you will find something. You know, even if it's just a point of interest something to go and investigate and the cool thing is it's opened up an awful lot of stuff with the missions as well or the bulletin board jobs now it's stuff like you've got to get down to this planet and like hook up a, a satellite relay station right here give it power so that we can now start monitoring this plant or whatever like different things like that now you can actually go to a planet jump into your rover you know like have it deploy onto the ground and just and just start going for a, a jeep drive so that's like a whole new fucking ball game flying from space in space all the way to a planet into orbit gliding and landing and seamlessly like no pause at all <gasps> like no man's sky but with a real universe um and less gay colors Less fabulous colors. Less fabulous, yeah. It's definitely drab. It's the, it's the conservative <laughs> video game for sure. Um, so yeah, so that's good. I j- literally just managed to pry my laptop out of my son's hands today to play it. So I've just been playing that earlier. This is the one I want to talk about, this next one. Because this is right in your fucking wheelhouse. And it just became available on the Xbox One um, in preview. You know, like how you can buy preview games and it's still a little bit cheaper. This one's like $35. I've got it. Ark? Yes. Well, I had good old Bongo the Sane and the console sharing, man. He, he threw that in there, so... Right. Yeah, that's Have there. you tried it? No. Okay, so Ark... finish up, I'll try it tonight. Ark colon survival evolved. Um, it's a lot. A lot like uh, Thingy. Oh, is it? 
let me say this. It's a lot like that, but the graphics are better. There's dinosaurs everywhere. And you can tame them and ride them. Okay. Sign me up. Right. Uh, But of course, because... And it's the same. It's the same exact scenario. You wake up on a beach. Except this time... And of course, you've got a loincloth on and nothing else. And so, you know, it's the same. It's the same as Rust. You're seeing naked dudes and ladies just running around the forest. Not knowing what the hell they're doing. Trying to figure out what to do with this pickaxe they're holding. You know, like that kind of stuff. Um, But, I mean... I, I played it for a couple of hours, and I, these games, man, they always kick me in the nuts. Like I, I never have a good time learning how to play these games. I always have to go through a really painful kind of birthing process yeah. with these survival ass games, where like, I mean, this one, I mean, I might as well just call it Ark colon. Stephen wakes up on a beach and gets fucking raped by a dinosaur for five minutes and then dies and has to create a new character every 20 minutes. Right. Like, because that's basically what happened for two hours. I think they need to do that, though, don't they? they need, what, rape me with dinosaurs? Have, yeah, they have to. You know, you have... <laughs> <laughs> it's in the playbook. <laughs> it's in the playbook of you have... It has to be hard. You have to get to a point where you're invested in what you've achieved. And that was what the thing about Rust was. I mean, I played with Gary, you know, played with Gary the other day, but it felt pretty safe. You know, it was really funny because he seems to be on a server. He said he hasn't met anyone hostile yet. Oh, yet. Right? It's supposed It'll to be happen. a good server. There's no killing on site or whatever like there's that. There's no such but thing. But still, there was me and him were out there gathering wood or whatever. It was like, oh, my God, there's a guy over there. And we ran into the house, right? <laughs> because you're just – because you we don't played know. before. We fear for our life and you don't And there's want... too much at stake. There's too much at stake. You don't want yeah, to risk it. Especially when you've been out collecting wood for half an hour, right? Right, you... exactly. And I think that's it. It's like as long as you're lucky enough to, to nail a good first first hour – then you've got something to work with. Like, my first attempt, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And, okay, developers of Ark Survival Evolved, chances of them listening to this, very remote. But if they are, fix your fucking GUI. It's the worst. It's the absolute worst menu I've ever... No, it's not. <laughs> I Okay, I'll take that back. It is the worst user menu I have had to endure since DayZ. Now, the original DayZ had the worst, (laughs) literally the worst user interface ever uh, for menu handling and crafting and things like that. This game takes the fucking cake. I mean, there are pages and pages of shit. There are things like, here's your items. Oh, are those my items? Yeah. Can I get to them? Nope. Okay, Hell well... no. No. So where do I put them? Oh, on my quick action menu? On, on my quick access? Man, yeah, sure. Okay. And then you go into the game, you're trying to press it, and nothing happens. Well, what's going on? Oh, no, no. You, what you put in there, you didn't put the item in there. You just put the the icon to build one in there. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. It's like, fuck you, really? Oh, and so also, when I'm carrying things in my quick access toolbar, I have another bar on the other side that says, you know, head, and there's a box, presumably for a hat or whatever, and then body, hands, left and right hands. And I was trying to put an axe in the fucking hand box, and it wasn't working. 
gloves. Like, possibly. Who knows? It doesn't tell you. <laughs> so, Magic and as ring. well as that, right? And <laughs> and the thing is, there's there's so much. There is so much in there, and of course, it's slightly different rules, but the base, same basic elements, like in a very similar vein to Minecraft, the very first thing you end up doing if you wake up during the daytime, if you're lucky enough to wake up in the day, then you start running around punching trees, which of course breaks your bones and makes you hungry and tired. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but that's the only way you're ever going to get to make an axe of any type. And that's the starting block of everything, right? So... Uh, yeah, so that's the first thing, and I and I managed to finally figure out what the button was to pick something up, because it doesn't tell you that either. Um, and I was like, pressing X, that's not doing anything. Pressing A, that's not doing anything. Using the action triggers, no, that's not doing. I'm just punching the floor here. I'm not picking up this stone, and I need to pick up stone. Um, and of course, I can't extract stone from a big rock because I don't have a pickaxe. That's the whole reason I'm trying to get stone is to build a pickaxe. Uh, and then uh, I just ended up punching all the buttons, and I, and then it was like it was on the Y button. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. You know, of course it is on the Y button. Why not? Um, so yeah, it took me a while. Then I found it. Finally, started gathering things, and I got enough. I finally found where I where I had the. It's like you got to get a blueprint to build stuff, right? So you, obviously you don't know how to build a machine gun until you got the blueprint. Same all the way down to like when you start, you instinctively know how to build a campfire and build a pickaxe. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, thankfully. It's just, yeah. Okay. So it's the rust copy or whatever. Yeah. It is, right? So I managed to construct a fire, and that was a big deal because by this time I'd already died about four or five times at the hands of. Um, dinosaur rape in the dark so I thought you know I need, an, I need a little alcove and I need a fireplace so I got my fire I put it down there and nighttime came and my fire was still there but not lit and I didn't know what the hell to do with it and so I'm like I'm literally picking up like wood and throwing it at the fire <laughs> nothing's happening (laughs) and and then i noticed oh the fire the fireplace if i look at it and access it like i'm opening a fucking chest yeah it has three inventory slots yeah for wood right for anything that burns really yeah. So it's like okay, so I've got to put wood and iron ore or something like right, that. Right. Yeah. Or, which or is like... the same as Minecraft, which is the same as Rust, which is Wait, wait in this case it was thatch. I had a oh. shit ton of thatch. Okay. Um so yeah, I threw a bunch of thatch in there. When you're punching a tree it throws out wood, it throws out thatch. Um So yeah, threw thatch in there, stored it in the fireplace like a chest. And then my fire burst into life. Um just long enough for a guy with a spear to see me and come over and stab me to death. Yay! <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah. So and, and I, so that's all I've accomplished. In about four hours of arc, I've managed to build a couple of fires. I must have been raped at least eight times by dinosaurs. All on the beach. So it's romantic. And then, and I've built at least two pickaxes. The dinosaur um, did he whisper sweet nothings in your ear. Uh, yeah, but I couldn't understand him, and <laughs> and I couldn't see him. 
because it was all dark. Like, literally, it's like, remember when Minecraft first started and nighttime was scary because you couldn't see shit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like that, man. Like, nighttime happens, it goes, like, black. Oh, well, this is, I mean, it's funny, but it's, you know, we've said it a hundred times already in this conversation, but that's, you know, it's like Rust. You know, Gary and I uh, were stuck outside and he was like, we're not going to make it back before nighttime. And it just went pitch black, pitch black. You know, and he's like, I don't really want to light a torch because you nope. light a torch in the dark. Oh, everyone swarms you then. Yeah, everyone, everyone knows. knows hey, there's, look, are, at, yeah. look at old Spaceman with a torch over there. Yeah. Come and get you. Come beat you with a rock. Steal your torch. I'll have to give it a go. It's it's definitely worth it. Plus, of course, this is Xbox Live, so it'll be a piece of cake for us to all jump on and start riding dinosaurs into each other. And I don't know. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, but the, the, there's some weird element to it. Like, there's big beams of light that go into the sky. When you wake up, the first thing he does is look at his arm, and there's a big weird diamond in his arm, and he scratches it like it's an implant. Okay. And he's referred to as a specimen. Like, you can look at your specimen sheet. Right. Um, so clearly, it's some kind of created habitat that's like some kind of experiment, right. um, of which you are a, but a small piece, and I guess you just have to survive in it. Whatever. Yeah, but anyway, I don't care about. There you go. A story, um, of course. Yeah, how many um, people uh, can they get into a world? Don't oh seventy. Oh, yeah, nice. And, Consoles and, have come along. Yes, they have, and believe me, the amount of servers I had to scroll through that weren't full—shocking. That's good. The seventy out of seventy, like for days. Like, yeah, there's a really lot good. of people playing this game. It's got legs, and it's on a console, and if it's got legs on a console, it's going to last. Mm. So, <clears throat> hopefully the developers will see this and think, hey, maybe we should clean up our fucking GUI so it makes sense. I'm hoping. Mm. Yeah. Nice. So that's that. Anyway, that's what I've been playing. We have news. This is a great piece of news. The original news. Dun, 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 dun. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking new ground. I got a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. News just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? Um, news from Japan. News from Japan. Japan. Well, we have. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we this is we had this last week actually, but we decided not to get to it. This is the top news stories of the year. So I don't know if you want to run through these. Uh, um, sure. So these are, you know, we'll just run through them quickly. All this right. is the Polygon Top 20 News Stories of the Year. Yes. Uh, number one, the protracted Konami Kojima saga. Okay. Hang on, where am I? I'm scrolling down trying to follow along in my... Yeah, I mean, but there's not really much, you know, whatever we've all sat and watched, you know, the, the hithers and dithers and Konami's the great big evil corporation and Kojima, you know, the poor tortured soul. Yeah. Uh, who knows what went on there, but that was uh, interesting. Um it is, but I mean, it's over, and you know, he's not going hungry. Oh god, so no, he's not going hungry, and people still love okay. him. So, yeah. Plus, um, isn't he? Isn't he like having sex with Jade Raymond? Also, I what? I... I'm sure that uh, the <laughs> ma- we may need to consult with Fish on this one. I'm pretty sure if anyone knows Fish will, but I'm pretty sure that uh, he has a very, very excitable affair with uh, her. Oh, okay. Right, that's yeah. new to me. Uh, there you I go. Know. Yep. Uh, harassment is took. It says, "I'll just read the titles." Harassment takes center stage. That was the Zoe yeah. Quinn saga. Oh God! Yeah, was that this year? Yeah. That was that was fucking shameful. I thought that was some like 2014 shit. Oh, actually, was it last year? 
Well, it's, it's showing up here, so... Yeah, prior to Gamergate. And tw- I think it just whatever. I mean, it just culminated with... You know, this is all... You know, I, We all know... We all heard about Gamergate. Well, Zoe Quinn and all these people... And, you know, the terrible abuse of women online and... I'm having a hell of a time what, scrolling down this fucking article. It keeps going back to the top. I think <laughs> what it... I think it's, it's just... I mean, the, the point of this is it, it took center stage for the year and we saw a lot more focus now on being you know of the of the industry and the community tidying up its fucking act right? oh god yeah you know which is which you desperately fucking needed more to. than overdue and not by a lot of us i mean you know there's not you know i think a lot of us you know, we have, you know a lot of us are like overgrown schoolboys at times there's no doubt about it and we're not well, exactly yeah. the most politically correct people but we're certainly not the end of the bell curve by any means oh god um, and if we sooner we can try and get some messages through to those fuckers um the better Ain't that the truth? Uh, we lost uh, Nintendo Greaves. Oh, yeah. Satoru Iwata, Iwata passed away, which was very yeah. sad. It was sad. He was like one of the nice guys. I mean, you know, he's a shitty at business, but he was one of the nice guys. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing with Nintendo. No matter how shitty they are, you know, it was very easy for, for us to feel sad about that. And, you oh, know, yeah. All the Nintendo guys, we're all likable. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, John's not here. The Apple TV turned to games. I'm not really sure what... I mean, is that newsworthy? I suppose it's newsworthy that it got announced, but it's certainly not newsworthy as anything that anybody paid any attention to. They just opened up the App Store and, you know, you could control it from your phone. Not a big deal. I mean, it was it was going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, S- Steam Machines arrived. Steam Machine! With a damp squib. <laughs> Very much a damp squib. Yeah. Well, the entire idea behind that was immediately like ruined by stupid price points yeah i think um from val's point of view the approach was fant- uh, very very clever like what, from you guys, valve from val's point of view you guys build them put our os on you're away to the races go ahead but the, you know here we'll we'll give you the software tools to to put us steam machine out into the market the thing is the alienware guys and asus and whoever they're carrying all the cost of putting hardware out there i mean they already are putting hardware out there so i don't know but um it has been a little bit of a nothing yeah it has um china opened its doors to consoles china lifted its 14 year ban on video game consoles did it really yep Good for China, I guess. Yep. Um, I couldn't right. tell you. Let's see. There are some numbers here. Numbers are always interesting. Recent yep. research from New Zoo suggested that China's 23% growth this year in gains revenues could put it ahead of the U.S. for the first time. The Chinese market is predicted to come in at $22.2 billion compared to the United States' $22 billion. Uh-huh. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how uh, that evolves as China becomes a powerhouse in Will they become a powerhouse in the console market? Can you imagine some... Ch- Man, we go mental over Japan. Can you imagine next year we could be China? China? <laughs> Brilliant. Let's see if we can do the Chinese charts for the new year. Ah, yes. That's my goal. Uh, Gabe Newell pisses off the internet. In April, Valve announced a plan to sell paid mods. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, he soon I remember that. not giving a shit. Uh, I didn't, but a lot of people did. They did. Um, yeah, so they soon retracted that. 
Swatters target game streamers and rivals. Do you know what that means? Swatters target Yeah, this game was streamers. when people would be streaming live on Twitch or whatever, and then somehow so the people would oh, find God, their, yeah. find out where they lived and call in SWAT call teams. Call the SWAT teams, yeah, and everyone would get raided on, on camera. <laughs> it, you know, I'm not surprised, but you think that the SWAT team would actually ha- need to have more to go on than a phone call to fucking bust down someone's door and raid their house. Like, maybe a search warrant. I'm just saying, maybe there's yeah. something wrong with the system. I think the um, the calls, though, were a little bit more of a an urgent matter, right? You know, that something's going down and you need to get there and, and help people in distress, right? So... Uh, anyway, there you go. Uh, finally, some visibility for women in games. I think this is obviously a direct result of one of the earlier ones we were talking about, Gamergate and stuff like that. But we have um, more women represented in video games. Uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate saw a brother and sister team. Halo 5 Guardians had... Was there a girl in that? I, don't, I haven't played it. Oh, a girl. It, really. Yes, there was uh, some girl. girls. In, yeah, all the teams, fire teams have girls in them. Fallout 4... Call it Card Blops 3, apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a bunch. Okay, Um, well, there you go. Um, So, uh, there you go. um, Oh, yeah, and I thought this was probably one of the biggest ones, was that uh, EA Sports put women on the front of the FIFA games, which was... Because they have women's teams. Women's national teams are in FIFA now. FIFA. FIFA. That's good. Uh, Sony shines at revitalized E3 with big franchise reveals. Uh, Really? Two of the big ones. Well, I mean, everyone was completely unimpressed Dragon with the Kitty last garden. Bird. Yeah, Dragon Kitty Bird Dog. After all that time, I think uh, I'm not. I don't even know what Horizon Zero Dawn was. Uh, Media Molecules Dreams was crazy. Uncharted Four, obviously, is Uncharted Four. Final Fantasy Seven was a fucking remake. I wouldn't call that blowing down the doors. Um, oh, it did at the time, though. When they announced it, it did. At the well, Last Final Guardian and Final Fantasy VII, both those announced. They Everyone were... was going crazy because The Last Guardian was there, which meant it wasn't dead. But, I mean, the stuff that they showed basically meant that they hadn't touched that fucking thing in, since they showed it last time. So, really, it's pretty obvious that they just kind of bowed down to the pressure of the fans. And it's good that they actually are going to make this game. But if they're going to... If they can't figure out what to make it, which that demo <laughs> suggests they don't know what the hell to do with it, then I'd rather it just die. And it's just well, somebody kind of... must have had an idea somewhere at the beginning. Well, yeah. And they apparently they've never stopped working on it. That's bullshit. They have. I mean, y'all telling me that the demo that they showed there and the demo that they showed years back, there's so much progress there because there ain't. I mean, the thing that they... Basically, what they showed was the same outdoor area that the original showed. The same animations. They were all janky and stuff on the kid. And it was basically a little interaction between him and that kitty dragon and some stonework falling away. That was all they showed. And it really wouldn't take a professional team more than six months to knock that out, if that... I mean, really, they haven't been working on that the whole time. I mean, all of that turmoil that we've been reading about. Say it's not true. It's No, it's it's not true. It's, oh, it's a lie. God, you're harsh. I am. Well, let's just call it what it is. I mean, yeah, it's good that it's coming out, unless it's a piece of shit, in which case it's not good that it's coming out. Eh. I, I, was just, I, I left that demo less impressed with the franchise than I was when I wanted to see a demo of it. Yeah, I enjoyed the announcements. 
and that's it. You know, I enjoy the announcements. I've like I've seen the Final Fantasy VII stuff, and I've suddenly taken a back step and thought, you can't. Anyway, this is a conversation we've had a hundred times. I'm sure. I think okay. it might remaking. Been, yeah. we, I think we said it last week. Remaking Final Fantasy VII. You can't remake what I had in the past. No, you can't because you didn't. But well, you can have a good crack at it anyway, and we'll see. And then it's I'll bitch and moan same. about it. Hopefully. It's not going to be the same. We we yeah. need different things to capture that that one particular spark these days. It's different. Uh, microtransactions um, caused a general uproar. Well, it's every year, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, payday, but the real criminals were Payday 2, um, who apparently weren't going to do any of that shit, and then they... they um, Charged 250 for crate keys. Something, whatever it was. Anyway, Guess they really what? pissed Don't loads. loads. I tell you what, loads of people are... like. I think Payday 2 was in a recent Humble Bundle. And if you go to the... I always follow the Reddit threads when a, when a bundle's released to see what people are saying about it, whether they recommend it or not. And a lot of people were just like, stay the fuck away. Don't give Payday any money. They right. are pissed. You know, people are pissed. Oh, yeah. Um, there's another one. YouTubers face financial scandals. I don't really... <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it was, that was that whole Nintendo situation, right? Wasn't no, it? I don't think so. Turns out the game was created by YouTube by YouTubers who went on to promote their own product on Dead their Realm. shows, neglecting to inform viewers of their financial stake. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so basically, people doing let's plays of their own product, not not like disclosing that it was their own product, and therefore artificially promoting their own game yeah and Microsoft were guilty of paying people as well to talk highly of the um, it's of not the, like uh, it's not like that one. shit doesn't happen everywhere already really yeah whatever um, right. Star Citizen suffers a bumpy ride Star Citizen that's every so year raised. okay whatever Star Citizen goodbye I got news Des- for you Destiny <laughs> Bye. hang on that Star Citizen situation uh-huh. some investors have been losing patience that's been happening for years, and I guarantee you, 2016, it's going to be the same. Really? I guarantee it. Guarantee it. That game's never going to ship, right? It's never going to ship. All right. Uh, there's something Ever. about Destiny, and I really don't care. Gathers strength to become a cultural phenomenon. I wouldn't. I say that's a bit strong. Um, what? Because they finally released some good content. That's yeah, right. pretty much what that boils down to. I wouldn't certainly wouldn't say they uh, they have started. They've become a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> I yeah, say I think that, this really. is a good one here. Updates and price cuts come to the console wars. Yes. We saw a fantastic shift this year. I mean, I don't know about you, but I have over Christmas, I've been checking. It's not just been about the Steam oh, sale. Every it's day been about I've been checking PlayStation, Xbox, Xbox, PlayStation sales. 4. Yeah. Yep, you know. There's some good fucking steals to be had these days. Um, but I will say that Microsoft still... Still number one, like Public Enemy number one, on like offering shitty games at good discounts and good games at no discount, and only offering discounts for games on the premium, super expensive version of said game. Right. Get this Devil May Cry, and I think this might actually be a PlayStation 1, not an Xbox One. You can get the Devil May Cry Super Mega Bundle, which comes with. The, the the remake of Devil May Cry, the new one, yeah. and then Devil May Cry 4, and then about three other expansion packs for $32. Or you can buy Devil May Cry on its own for 39 DMC? <coughs> yep. So DMC plus DMC 4 and stuff is 32 Or you can just buy DMC for 39 on its own. Right. How bizarre. 
Yeah, I wonder why that is. It doesn't really make sense. It's because they want you to buy DMC4. I would pay extra to not buy Devil May Cry 4, frankly. Yeah, odd, isn't it? It's very odd, and it makes no sense. And the thing is, that's kind of what pisses but me is off. It, like, there's is a lot it of sales just not on... making sense, or is it just them not picking up on it, or just... You know, They're not or, stupid. I mean, or the it's... skew. I mean, it's their digital copies, right? So the skews don't matter. This volume of skews, how much is in stock? All that doesn't. Those rules don't apply, right? No, but I mean, the thing is with my, with uh, like Xbox Live and the store is that like they have the developer staring at the store, and the minute they see something weird with their own product, they're on the phone to their Microsoft rep. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like it. It doesn't go. Um, that's deliberate. That's deliberate. Yeah, I the mean, thing but is, like, is there something like, hey, we, we are going to have a bundle with Devil May Cry... F- there is a bundle with Devil May Cry 4 and DMC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, DMC has gone and sold a shitload. Suddenly, Devil May Cry 4 with its bundle hasn't, and the, and the devs who may be separate devs are saying, hang on, we, you're not selling our shit. You need to discount it and, and shift more of our copies, even if it's the bundle with DMC. Don't yeah, you fine. discount DMC because now you're not putting any revenue in our pocket, and that's the game we worked on. So it is a separate product. Hello? Hello? Yep, I'm back. Sorry. Oh, what was that? Yeah, I lost you for a minute. Yeah, I I lost you went a little bit janky. Anyway, huh. let's not dwell on that. <laughs> Goodbye, Ooyah. Uh, oh, yeah, Ooyah. That was, that was never going to be good ever. No. I admire all these people who like to have a go at this shit that we know is going to fail. Somebody's got to. Uh, And then something here, video games are growing in more ways than one. The global market for games has grown 9.4%. There you go, numbers. Um, Five (laughs) Nights at Freddy's just can't be stopped. Well, actually, it can. It can, and just when it f- when it got to like you know exploding like breach point, it's now been overtaken by uh, Undertale. Oh yeah, okay. As the kids' number one game of choice. Oh, Undertale really is going to be a kids' game of choice, then, is it? Uh, well, that that's what everybody's saying. That's what my kids are saying. That's what my kids are saying. The kids are on YouTube that they watch are saying. Trust me, the, yeah, what well, the kids good. watch on YouTube. That's where the that's where the power is now. Anyway, it made the guy a lot of money. Oh, it made a stinking amount of money. There's four of those damn games. They now finally have got the merchandise out, and I know this because uh, uh, we got Maisie Bonnie the Bunny. Because I told you, Maisie's a strange girl. Like she likes the grim stuff. And if you if you're looking at that page right now, that creature you see on the Five Nights at Freddy's Four, right. that is Bonnie the Bunny. Yeah, I haven't touched these games. I, my kids she know has all a about pl- them, but well, the kids do, and I, I haven't played them either. I don't like those games. Um, uh, yeah, so she got the plushie. She's had a couple of T-shirts, Five Nights at Freddy's T-shirts. They, they finally got out the merchandise, and now it's it's time for Undertale. Yeah. So the kids are finally picking something new. Oh well. Uh, what oh, else? VR. VR finally makes an entrance. Yep, that's good. I can't wait to see what happens early next year when this PlayStation 1 comes out. I think that's where my money's going to be. I do. I do, I do. Yeah, um, the waiting game may have been hard, but the reward is a $99 headset that is comfortable, fully featured. Uh, Hang what? Which What, what Gear VR? No. Yeah. Well, they like the Gear VR, but I don't like the idea of sticking my phone inside a thing and paying $100 for it and that being a good thing. 
I, I just don't. Even though they say it's great, I don't believe it. I'm, I don't know. My dog's going crazy. Uh, I'm going to skip that one because I don't know what it's talking about. Uh, oh, that's pretty much stuff. it. Yeah. Oh, futuristic stuff made us check our reality. They're talking about that Microsoft uh, VR thing. Oh, that's could... right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it for the thing. That's the news. That is the news. Of the year. Uh, apparently so, yes. Uh, let me close that because that link did not go well. Okay. All right, is this, is this Shards? Shards. Let's wrap her up. Out. Uh, yeah, let's, let's stick a fuck in it. Go! Okay, uh, cue the chart music. And while the chart, music being, uh, chart music is being cued, I will find the charts, which is a good start. Uh, at number 10, it's WWE 2K16. Mm. At number 9, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, which I have today finally got some pangs that I would really like to play this game. Really? Did you play the demo? Or the beta? No, I didn't, but I'm hearing good things. Are you? Okay. Yeah. I'm not. Um, well, I didn't see good things. At number eight, uh, I don't know whether this counts for it shall not die, but I guess it shall not die. It's Minecraft story mode. The IP shall not die. Yep. At number seven, uh, Fish gave me a copy of this over Christmas. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. It's very good of him. It's a very good Assassin's Creed. Yeah, we, we had it booted up and played a little bit of it. It didn't make my list because I actually my son played it. I didn't play it, but I hopefully get round to it at some point. Definitely, uh, but he really enjoyed it. Yeah. At uh, number six, Just Cause 3. At number so five, good. number five, Grand Theft Auto 5. Bah. At number four, Fallout 4. Beautiful. At number 16, FIFA 16. Beautiful. At number two, Star Wars Battlefront. Digital Illusions. And at number one, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Surprise, surprise. All right. No big surprises there, really. Exactly the way I would have suspected it to be. Yeah, I guess. I could see Star Wars is back up the top through Christmas sales. Yeah, and but I mean, GTAB's probably the biggest surprise. The fact that it's at five and it's that will still not at die. five. No, it, not at this point. That game's over two years old. <sighs> well, all right. Here we go. Uh, Japan. Are you ready for Japan? Ready. Let's do it. Number 10 for the 3DS. Rhythm... <laughs> Rhythm Tengoku, the best plus. Nine for the Vita. Minecraft Precision Vita Edition. Eight for the 3DS. Mario Luigi RPG Paper Mario Mix. Seven for the 3DS. Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. Oh, we got that for Maisie. I got that for Maisie the other day. Um, oh, we also... Oh, that's shit. That's the other thing I fucking played is... Um, Didney Infinity. Oh, yeah. 3.0. Okay. Um, six for the Vita. It's Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme versus Force. Five for the Wii U. Super Mario Manufacturer. Four for the Wii U. Saparatoon. Three for the 3DS. Spectre Watch Busters Akanekodan. Akanekodan. White Dog Core. Number two for the 3DS. Monter Hunter Cross. And number one for the 3DS, Monter Strike. That is the charts. Excellent. That's it, man. That is the charts. Have we got any community? We got a um, You know what? Here. We can for, through the community. I can just reel off some names. People that have been uh, socially uh, on board. Um, uh-huh. 
uh, we have one just recently via Kristen via Twitter. Somebody liked one of our tweets. Uh, the same coin, Sega Whisperer, Boss Wave, Sega Junkyard, G4TE, Community, uh, Raging Pacifist, Retro Game Squad, Chris, Just Diddly Jabby. Uh, the same coin Andy Godoy Retrobate Chris Richard Natris uh, Gary Lever Josh Elledge and Twitter for Business Twitter <laughs> and Thanks. me thank you Twitter like for Business Richard Webster all the everyone we love you here's all our Christmas love the Christmas love in everyone ah everyone yes well, let's see did anyone actually send us actual tweets or just like things that we were mentioned in. <laughs> I think they just like stuff. I'm just looking through the list, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dustedly Jabby says... He, he says words. That's good. Quizard Chris Jabby. Quizard. Quizard! Quizard! That's good. <laughs> Alright. Cool stuff. Thank you, everybody. We really do appreciate it. I'm, oh, God, my iPhone. What am I... What? Stop. Alright. <sighs> that was a show. It was a show. What do you think of that? I think that I actually... This new vacuum is so quiet, <laughs> yet powerful enough. I think I could get away with vacuuming my basement right now. Right now? Yeah, seriously. On the air? No, well, no, not right now on the air. Cause it starts I, cause up, it's like a jet engine when it starts up. Does your, do your lights dim? It ramps up. It just goes... <laughs> <laughs> like a 747. <laughs> That's great. Like an Airbus. Hmm. It's good stuff. All right, cool. Well, I guess we're done, right? We're done. Yeah. That's it. That's the show. The show is done. It's an hour and a half. At the, yeah, we did it. We did it, Phrase. Again. Nice. Brilliant. Okay. Good. Oh, next week we should have Fish back. I think he's back on uh, Monday. Yes. Well, I think, actually, that will be the sixth, won't it, where we are planning to do our Game of the Year show, which I am very much looking forward to. I need to do that. I need to compile my list, don't I? Yeah, my list is pretty much there. I don't think it's going to be overtaken by anything I've played recently, so I'm I've pretty much set in stone. I've had it running in my head for about six months. So it You hasn't... haven't played Ark Survival Evolve yet. Uh, that's true. Um, cool. All right. Cool beans. So we should be around next Wednesday. That will be the 6th of January. Um, I hope everybody has a fantastic... New Year's Eve tomorrow and drive safe and doesn't drive if they don't have to and all that stuff and don't drink and all that good stuff um, and I guess that'll do it we really don't need to do any shout outs if you do want to send us an email you can send it to podcast at gamepunchers.com and if you want to tweet at us you can do that at, at gamepunchers.pod and of course we are broadcasting live on Twitch um, every Wednesday at 9.30 unless otherwise stated on Twitter, and that would be at twitch.tv forward slash gamepunchespod. Yeah, come and say hi, won't you? Uh, And I guess that's it. So until next time... As soon as you are able...
Sunshine.